We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Mile High Huddle Podcast with your football priests, Chad Jensen and Zach Kelberman. Remember, Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being. Welcome in, everybody. It is the Mile High Huddle Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Jensen. With me, my fellow football priest. You know him, you love him, the deputy editor at milehighhuddle.com, Zach. Kelberman, Zach, the Broncos. I mean, there's a lot of different coaching hires to go through today. But first things first, as per this episode and how it's titled, your gut reaction to the Broncos bringing back Vance Joseph as defensive coordinator. Buck that move. I don't like it. I really don't. I, I think it's um, it's very early in Sean Payton's tenure, obviously, and um we're willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. He's earned that trust. He's certainly being paid like he he has that trust. But if you have Rex Ryan on the table or Sean Desai or Chris Richard, and you go with VJ, who's never coordinated a top five defense, never coordinated a top 10 defense, the best he's ever done is like top 12, top 13. And is that the best that the Broncos can shoot for after they were top five across the board for most of last season? I don't know exactly what Peyton saw in VJ. I don't know what VJ said to Peyton during his interview, but it must have blown him away. All I know is he's having the time of his life once again. The Broncos will have great weeks of practice once again, but in terms of schematics, in terms of getting the most out of his players and the Broncos having a top elite unit, this was not the right hire in my opinion. You know, on one hand, you're disappointed that a perhaps wasn't Rex Ryan. I think a lot of fans got their hearts set on Rex Ryan, but we don't know exactly what conversations, what obstacles might've been there for Sean Payton to coax Rex Ryan out of uh, retirement and away from the, the trappings as it were of media. They make a lot of money at ESPN. And we heard that report from Adam Schefter that Rex is only leaving ESPN. If he can find the quote unquote, perfect situation and we don't know what that looks like exactly. We tried to you know, speculate on what that might look like. But at the end of the day, we don't know exactly how amenable Rex really was to coming back. I mean, he did make the trip, Zach. He did come to Denver, spent a good chunk of the day in Denver over the weekend. And so we know he was interested. But this is all to, to say, guys, we don't know exactly how realistic, how viable, how 
plausible landing Rex Ryan was. Vance Joseph, I'll, I'll try and steel man this. Best thing I can see is Sean Payton really prioritizing, and we see it across the board on these hires, Zach, experience. I'm with you, and it really surprised me when I wrote up, uh, you know, whatever it was last week when the news first broke that VJ was in Peyton's crosshairs. I was really surprised when I did the research on how his defensive units have fared in his five seasons as an actual defensive coordinator. This does not count as two years as head coach of the Broncos. So just his five NFL seasons combined as a defensive coordinator, his teams have his defenses, pardon me, have, have gone on to average 18th scoring defense. So that's approaching bottom third level scoring defense as a coordinator. Now he had a little bit better success in year one, Zach, um, his defense did in Denver, but he wasn't the defensive coordinator. That was Joe Woods. And he didn't step in and call plays VJ, except for a couple of spots that we know of that were publicized. It was mostly, that was Joe Woods' baby, at least 2017. So the only thing I can really understand is it's very, um, it's less than inspiring his, his resume. It really comes down to the experience. And I think still Zach, that reputation Vance Joseph has for being a quote unquote, Leader of men. Emphasis on quote, because we didn't see that in Denver. And that 2017 defense, Chad, you could have left that on autopilot. That was the yep. the, the afterglow of the Wade Phillips era. I, I don't really necessarily credit Joe Woods or VJ too much for that. But what does he do overly well? As a defensive coordinator, he's not a master uh, game planner. I mean, his defenses annually struggle to cover running backs, struggle to cover tight ends. This year alone, this past season, Arizona ranked 31st in points allowed and 21st in total yards allowed. That's the best Sean Payton can do. That's who you want to give the defense to with all those studs, Simmons and Sertan and so on. VJ had his time here, man. I always say X's are X's for a reason, and they should have left VJ in the X category. You talk about experience. I'll grant you Rex Ryan because he hasn't been in the league since 2016, but I'm pretty sure Chris Richard has. I'm pretty sure Sean Desai has, and even I didn't want him, but Matt Patricia has, Mike Zimmer. There are way uh, so many other candidates and directions the Broncos could have went to supplement the defense. And VJ, you hit the word on the the nail on the head there. Uninspiring. It's the first move in the Sean Payton era that's uninspiring. I hope to eat these words, you know, six months from now. Yeah, yeah. I'm still a little disappointed that nothing really materialized with Mike Zimmer. He was the dream for me. If you could get him in Denver as your coordinator, that would have been awesome. But let's say hello and thank you real quick. We'll we'll dive back in uh, to David uh, McElrath, a.k.a. as he is known, Papa Bear. What's up, dude? Great to see you. Appreciate the super chat tonight, brother. He says, good evening. Uh, it's time to rock and roll. Hashtag Buckham. That's with a B, YouTube. Hashtag MHH for life, Denver Bronx for life. Really appreciate you, Dave. It's great to see you. The support, as you know, means the world to us, big dog. And we've got your, we've got your uh, Buckham t-shirt and all that flexed on, on uh, MHH Instagram right now. So hopefully you got a chance to see that. But we got a few more uh, that are trickling in. I mean, we've, I can't even number, Zach, how many of those t-shirts have sold since we dropped it, whatever it was, a little over a week ago. We want you guys, when you get your t-shirts, you can either email it, milehighhuddle at gmail.com, or DM Zachariah, or put it in our mentions, whatever. Um, selfie, rocking that T-shirt. We will put it up on, on MHH social. So, Phil, dude, throwing down some big boy stars. Thank you, bro. 
in Tucson proven that Broncos country is not a geographic location. It's a state of being, baby. And he says, I'm confused, Zach, why VJ is better than three other candidates that were mentioned. Just praying that Sean Payton got this right. Buck him. And I'll add to that. We might question it right now, Zach, in the in the short term, especially just still, you know, the, the bad taste everyone has in their mouths from the VJ era. But I'm going to say this. Let him hate. Okay, let him hate. And let's see how it comes out in the wash. We'll see. This is Vance Joseph as an assistant, not under Cliff Kingsbury, but Sean Payton. We'll see. He's not a better candidate. You can't make the case that his resume is stronger than Rex Ryan. And you couldn't even make the case necessarily if you boil it down to rankings and stats and data that his resume is better than a Desai or a uh, Chris Richard. And I see the excuses are trickling in. Someone said in the comments that VJ didn't have much talent on defense in Arizona last year. Were we watching the same team that had Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons, Zayvon Collins, Zach Allen, Marcus Golden, J.J. Watt? That's a lot of talent. You can talk about Cliff Kingsbury in the offense, but he was the defensive coach, and that defense finished 31st in points allowed. He does nothing overly well. What's the expression, Chad? Uh, a master of none, that's exactly what VJ is. I guess he has good intangibles, but so did Nathaniel Hackett. He was also everyone's best buddy. He was also super likable, super personable. It doesn't always come out in the coaching world. That's why I wanted someone like Rex Ryan, who's a little rough around the edges, a little, you know... Not so tactful all the time, but he gets the most out of his players, and you want to run through a wall when you play for him. I don't see that same fire in VJ. I see VJ hanging out with the blood of the city, Johnny Bolin, before I see players run through a wall for him. We'll see. There's not that many that are surviving from the VJ era. I mean, if we look at it just on the defensive side, is there anyone, Zach, besides Justin Simmons on the defensive side that was here in 2018? I mean, Wolf's gone. Jewel. Yeah, think of one. Wait, hold on. Josie Jewel. He was 2018, wasn't he? 18, 19, 20, 21. Yeah. Josie Jewel. Rookie year, but he was hurt for most of that rookie year, if I'm not mistaken. So Josie has some experience with VJ. Justin Simmons. We'll have to we'll, we'll have to think about it. But while we do, oh my gosh, we've got a top rope super chat from one of our near and dear bona fide Mount Rushmore super chat superstars and a great friend to MHH, Michaela, the Duchess Parker in the house. Love you. She says, I don't know about you fellas, but I'm disappointed. The Broncos should have hired Desai. Not because I don't like Vance, but because he is the poster child for average. FaceTime. Uh... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm not sure what the, that with the face on but when in Arizona, he didn't stand out at all. So why? Sigh. Love to MHH. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, again, just trying to put like myself in Sean Payton's shoes, knowing that it's already done. Why? What? What is it about VJ? We know that it's really weird, Zach, because it it never was perceived this way because his media availability, his pressers never came off this way, and the way he kind of comported himself on the sideline as head coach in Denver, it never really came off this way, but. Vance Joseph is known as being a, a magnetic guy in the room, like a guy that does and can command the room. So, like, there is a reason why, Zach, his his reputation for being a leader of men exists, all right? It's been hard for us to see, like, the, the proof. Like, if you go searching for evidence, whether it's wins, losses, you know, defensive rankings, whatever, it doesn't really correlate in the way that, you know, you would hope or find convenient to back that up. But you know what, in a room with new guys, you know, Hey, I'm your new defensive coordinator. You know, Justin Simmons will probably go to bat. Even if he's not hundred percent in on VJ, he'll go to bat as a diplomat to make sure the locker room uh, is down for VJ. But I don't know. I, I'm just doing my best to try and figure out why and what Sean Payton sees. Yeah, before we hit the next comment, I want to highlight this one. I guess it's aimed at me. He says, bro is salty. Vance is a defensive coach. I mean, obviously. Dude, Zach, you're about to eat every bit of that rant. I hope I do, Joseph. I really do. I, I really do hope to regret what I said, and I hope to be wrong. But I've already seen VJ. I've seen this movie. I know how it ends. I've seen his coaching prowess. I've watched Cardinals games and highlights. It was the same old, same old with him. It's very aggressive, blitz heavy. He blitzed Patrick Mahomes more than any other defensive coordinator in the NFL. And I'm pretty sure Mahomes ate his lunch on a regular basis. But it, it remains to be seen. You know, Michaela asked why VJ, why him, why not somebody else? We don't have that answer. No one but Sean Payton knows that answer. I'm pretty sure VJ connected with him on some level, convinced him on some level, really nailed his interview and said, listen, I can take over for Evero. I can step right in, run that attack 3-4 defense, and here's why I'm better than Rex Ryan. Here's why I'm better than Matt Patricia, Chris Richard, Sean Desai. So when they have a presser and Sean Payton divulges, we'll know then. But for now, it's a guessing game. Chris, thank you, brother. Appreciate the super chat and the kind words. Chad, Scott, Zach, still the best in the biz. We love you, big dog. Thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows? I mean, of all the guys they interviewed, this this is a good point that Scott brings up. Maybe VJ is the only guy who said yes. I find that a little bit hard to believe, though. Even in the wake, I get it. Like the Broncos, the, the bloom is, is definitely off the uh, orange rose, so to speak, in the wake of the just how bad 
2022 was uh, on the heels of all those terrible years leading up to that. Whoa. Uh, but um, I just lost my train of thought because I just saw Renardo like throw down with a plum, but we got to grab Drake first. So hold on, Drake, bro. Thank you. He says, I got my bridge, the gap hat pump. Heck yeah, brother. Appreciate that. He says, anyway, though, I agree with Zach about Vance uh, to you guys. Dang it, man. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a weird thing. I don't know. It's hard to, hard to understand. I gotta be honest though. I do like the staff that the, the Colts are putting together. So Drake, you get to, you know, cover that and hopefully your defensive coordinator is a little more inspiring. Renardo wow. with, uh, he joins wow. elite, elite rarefied air company with this very generous super chat. We talked, uh, the last time we were on, I want to say about someone entering the 200 club. renardo has been there before. But an even smaller fraction of the 200 club also uh, proudly joins or is in the 300 club. So, Renardo, dude, seriously, hats off to you, Thank big you. dog. Thank you so much. Love you. I don't know what else to say except you are the man, dude. Thank you. He says, good night, priest. I feel 100% like Zach tonight about the VJ hire. Man, I was feeling good about our direction until this move. Oh, well, we'll have to wait to see how this pans out. Shake my head. Dude, love you, Renardo. There's a lot I want to say, but Zach, your your response to Renardo, and then there's a few things I want to say. For, I mean, first of all, the we can't express the amount of gratitude that we feel toward you, Renardo, for this amount of generosity. Thank you so, so much. We definitely appreciate it. More than you know. Um, yeah, we have to just give Sean Payton the benefit of the doubt and hope that he made the right choice. We all have our apprehensions and our doubts and skepticism, mostly because, again, we saw what VJ was in Denver. We saw what VJ was in Arizona, and it's not the best uh, the Broncos could do the the good thing is though of the the staff moves that Sean Payton has made which we'll get into tonight all of them I'm really encouraged by the scope and the shape of the Broncos coaching staff he's mixed a, a veteran experience with young up-and-comers the quarterback coach he's brought some guys out of nowhere like the wide receivers coach the new one Kerry Colbert so if VJ is the biggest whiff so be it I still love the direction the Broncos are trending uh, in 2023 I do too. And I don't look, I want to be clear about something. I'm a little mystified by the VJ hire, especially, you know, when you consider the coaches, we know the Broncos were also interested in, but I don't think he's like some schlub guys. I don't think he's just an incompetent fool. I mean, his first two years in uh, Arizona as just a coordinator after he was fired from the Bron by the Broncos, you know, they were, he coordinated two. one was, this is going off memory 11th ranked scoring defense and then I want to say it was like 13th and then it just started kind of devolving but he, he's not a chump okay he's not like chopped liver this guy knows what he's doing it's really weird that Sean Payton would would I mean it'd be one thing Zach let me put it this way if VJ had gone to Arizona and coordinated nothing but like top 10 defenses and the offense just couldn't get things together and the whole coaching staff was fired or whatever you it would make a little bit more sense that Sean Payton would be willing to countenance the storylines and distractions about another former head coach coming into work under him. And not just a former head coach like, you know, from the 90s or from, you know, what? No, this is like just a few years ago. This guy was running things um, so long as John Elway let him run things in Denver. So I don't know, man. It's it really is mis a mysterious development. I'll be honest with you. I wish we could get some and like an immediate press conference with uh, Sean Payton to ask some of these questions and maybe even hear from VJ, but 
again, I don't think he's just some he's not a he's not a schlub, dude. He knows what he's doing, but you just look at some of the other guys that were within reach for Denver and you wonder. I mean, he's not a schlub, but you got to feel like the Broncos settled. You know, they could have been dating an eight or a nine and they chose to date a four or a five. And that's what VJ is to me, quite frankly. He's an average defensive coordinator. He always has been. Starting when he was in Miami, he had one year of coordinating experience before he came to Denver. They placed, I think, 28th or 26th, the bottom, bottom of the NFL. He comes to Denver and... Travis Kelsey, Darren Waller, every tight end, every running back runs wild against his defense. Yeah, he'll get the sack every now and then, the interception, and I'm sure he has that magnetism. Maybe we don't see it in public, but the players see it in the building. It's just average. It's uninspiring. It's deflating, but we'll see how it shakes out. Lawrence, thank you, brother, for the support and the stars on Facebook, my friend. He says, well, well, uh, well, well, well. I finally got my pick, and yes, he's had better defenses than Evero has ever had. He hit 11th and 12th while Evero had the 13th best defensive unit to put into comparison. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want to, uh, hey, I don't want to stomp on it. If you like the VJ hire, you like the VJ hire, Lawrence. Again, I don't think he's incompetent as just purely a defensive coordinator. As a head coach, I would, I would use the I word when you ask me about Vance Joseph, but I think Zach kind of described it the best. Like he's a, fair to middling kind of average option there. And it does make you wonder, even though I find it hard to believe, it does make you wonder if Scott's hunch could be correct. Maybe he was the only guy that was like, yeah, I'm down. Hire me. I know Scott's reaction was what I was feeling. It's like, okay, you're splitting hairs now, 13th and 12th. I mean, who really cares about that? But VJ's had experience, whereas Evero, you know, it's not how they finished. It's how they were the entire season before injuries just devastated that side of the ball. And not to mention the offense, putting them on the field, but they were, we broke it down every week, Chad, every Thursday, they were top five in every major category. He was on a trajectory where he was so much better than VJ as a rookie defensive coordinator, but to each their own, you know, that's what makes this so great is you can have your opinion. If you like VJ, if you're pumped about it, fine. I and Chad, a lot of other people have our doubts though. Jennifer King, another one of the great ladies of MHH, showing out tonight. Thank you for the support, Jennifer. We really appreciate you. Uh, she says, hey, guys, been a while and excited to finally catch another live. We're stoked to have you back. She says, I'm not completely mad at the VJ hire. As an Arizonan, I watched that hard knocks, and it changed my opinion on him. More talent there. I got to be honest with you, Zach. She brings up a good point here. This, uh, The last two years are like the only years in the existence of hard knocks that I didn't like set my watch to watching each and every episode just because of things that were going on uh, at home or whatever. Like one, one, one of the years I was on vacation for a good chunk of it. The other year, uh, last year I was, I was recording that album, but did you get a chance to her point to watch any of that, to, to know what she's speaking to as far as how VJ was portrayed himself anyway on hard knocks? No, I can't speak to I saw maybe one clip on Twitter, um, but that's always been VJ's thing. You talked about it, Chad. He has a good personality. He's likable. You know, you want to go out and have fun with him. He'd be a great guy to get a beer with and talk some crap with. But in terms of X's and O's, in terms of schematics and game planning, he's what the kids call mid. Sorry. <laughs> Jennifer, it's great to see you. We will definitely tag you after the show as we thank everyone uh, for supporting.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, Taylor, brother, good to see you. He says, should we be concerned about the VJ hire? Go Broncos. Well, this is trodden on the waters that we've basically been sailing all night long. I think it's fair to be concerned. I would definitely counsel uh, everybody, though, not to go careening toward the cliff, overreacting. That, oh, my gosh, you know, we got Vance Joseph. Oh, man, what did he win, 11 games in two years? Well, look, Sean Payton's your head coach, A. B, Sean Payton is coordinating the offense. And look, what have we learned since Super Bowl 50? You can have Vaughn Millers, DeMarcus Wares, Aqib Talibs, Chris Harris Jr., Justin Simmons. I mean, you can have Derek Wolfs, but if you don't have the offense, you don't have the quarterback, it's all for naught, dude. It's all for naught. So that's first thing first. That's the that's the the horse, then the cart is VJ. So as long as you got the right horse. Hey, doesn't matter what exactly, doesn't matter as much, I should say, uh, what that card is that, that that horse is actually dragging. Michael, brother, great to see you. Love you, big dog. Buckham, indeed. Thank you for all the support you've been showing MHH lately uh, on the stars, brother. We really appreciate it. And then, Zach, I'll, and then I'll serve this over to you. Flazify jumping in. Thank you, bro. Don't understand why Peyton didn't give Desai more of a look. He would have been a solid hire, in my opinion. Maybe... Sean wanted Vic Fangio and he didn't want to settle for the Vic Fangio recommendation. Maybe Sean Desai bombs his interview. We don't know that. Maybe Desai will come on board as a defensive assistant, which is what I'm hoping for. Uh, The thing with VJ, though, in terms of being concerned, define concerned. What are you concerned with? The Broncos defense falling the 32nd overall in the NFL? I don't see that happening simply because you mentioned the offense is going to be better with Sean Payton. But also, they have so much talent on that side of the ball on defense where I don't think it's possible for them to finish 32nd. They're going to be, they should be top 12, top 10, hopefully, but there might be a leveling effect here, Chad, where the offense rises up to maybe top 10 and the defense falls back a little bit to top 12. If you have those things working in conjunction, because you mentioned it exactly, like the Broncos have had top five defenses, top seven, but they've had 30, you know, 30th, 29th, 28th ranked offenses. And how many games have they won? In the last half decade, not many. So maybe if they work symbiotically, if they're around the same ranking, they'll have a better season. Good point. Classify, though. Good to see you, my friend. Really appreciate you. Um, Naj, I'm really curious to hear what Naj has to say. Thank you for the super chat, brother. Legendary figure, Mount Rushmore. You guys know Naj. He says, this is a tough one to understand. We've seen how VJ game plans versus the West – and it was a disaster. Just when my optimism begins to rise, boom, it gets knocked down. 
I'm pulling for VJ, but I don't see how this improves the team. Yeah, we'll find out. And I wouldn't let it, I wouldn't let it, um, you know, throw a, a wet blanket on your Sean Payton and the Broncos party, so to speak, honestly, because it's all about the offense. What matters most is can you get this offense rolling? Defense has some holes. It'll be interesting to see what happens with free agency this year and, and the draft, what the Broncos ultimately decide to do with Alex Singleton, a few other key free agents. Is Kareem Jackson officially, you know, no more as far as the Broncos are concerned? It'll be interesting. But VJ still going to have some some horses, so to speak. Zach is going to have at least one competent, uh, proven, I'll say, edge rusher in Randy Gregory. He's got at least one really good defensive lineman that he can plan around in DJ Jones coming back for sure. Draymond's another big question mark. We'll see what happens. Uh, you've got Josie Jewell, who just came off his second 100-plus tackle season of his career. And then in the secondary, you've still got Justin Simmons. You've still got Patrick Sertan. you got an up-and-coming young corner in Damari Mathis. There are some pieces there, but there are also a lot of holes. Who's going to complement Gregory as a as an edge rusher? Is it going to be... You know, Nick Benito, is he going to, is Michael Wilhite going to turn him around and, and, or complete his, his development? What are they going to do with Baron Browning? Does this new defensive coaching staff helmed by VJ, do they view Baron Browning as an inside guy or are they going to keep him on the edge? We'll see. But VJ as a defensive mind, hey, nothing from his resume screams be enthusiastic, but, I'm going to go back to one of the hashtags from last week. In Sean, in Peyton, I trust. All right. And James, thank you, brother. He said, I just listened to my creation, Chad, and it's the playlists, and it's playlists, stay list. Awesome, dude. It's a got, I get a bit of a CKY vibe from it, and that's right up my alley. Sorry I'm late. LOL, thank you, brother, for adding that to a playlist. It helps out. Really appreciate it. Bridge the Gap says thank you. Uh, the Duchess, number two tonight, saying, I think Sean Payton wanted Vic Fangio. Once he lost him, didn't care who he got, just get me a warm body with experience. It is very ironic that two of the four or five real candidates for this job, Zach, were former Bronco head coaches. Uh, to a previous, thank you, Michaela, and I agree with you. I, I think you raise an interesting theory as to why you know they passed on to Sai and settled for uh, VJ. We don't know that, but it's an interesting thing to posit. But I saw a comment that flashed that said, "I'm sickened by the hire." I don't know that I'd go that far personally. I, I'm for sure deflated and disappointed. I wanted Rex Ryan really badly. I would have been happy with Desai or Chris Richard. But what would sicken me? is if the Broncos hired Jim Caldwell or Raheem Morris over Sean Payton. You know, Chad said it perfectly a minute ago. They got what they needed most, and that was Payton. They had the biggest get so far. It doesn't, you know, the, the coordinators are important. You know, Joe Lombardi coming on and VJ and everyone else, that's important. But as long as they have the main guy in the building, the true leader of men to get the team back on the right track, that's what matters. So as much as I'm deflated or disappointed, I'm still encouraged and happy that the main guy leading the team is Mr. Sean Payton. John, a.k.a. Degeneration X, with a very generous super chat. Great to see you in the chat tonight, brother. Appreciate you. He says, Broncos country, let's get ready to listen to the greatest Broncos, uh, greatest podcast on our Denver Broncos with our priest Chad Jensen, Zach Kelman. And if you are not down with that, you can just Suck hashtag Buck them. Uh, <laughs> love it, dude. John, very kind of you, big dog. Appreciate you. And it's always uh, 
always good to keep tabs with you on DMs. I'm not as uh, quick to respond as you probably would like, but just know I'm juggling a lot of things, and I, I definitely check it, and when I see it, I respond when I can, big dog. Uh, thank you for the support and the kind words, dude. Really appreciate it. Uh, Hector jumping in. Thank you, bro. He says, fingers crossed that we get proven wrong and Vance does well. It's all we can do now. Well, keep in mind, neither I'm not. I'll, Zach, I'll let you speak for yourself on this. I am not predicting that the Broncos are going to rue the decision of hiring Vance Joseph as defense coordinator. I'm just, we're just giving you the straight gut reaction, which is eh, not super stoked on this, kind of questioning why average at best, that whole thing. Uh, Miguel, brother. Love it, dude. Thank you very much. He's like this. Okay. Meh on the VJ hire. I hope the second time around he keeps this defense rolling seriously. Meh. And that's how everyone feels. That doesn't mean we're predicting that he sucks or that the defense goes on to, you know, be a, you know, an Achilles heel for Sean Payton's efforts of uh, resurrecting the Broncos. No, you know, it's an interesting situation that VJ finds himself in. He's getting a lot of credit for coming back to Denver after being fired in 2019, but he's also setting himself up for really high expectations. And if he falls even the slightest bit below that, Chad, they're going to have, he's going to have an entire fan base with pitchforks and going on some tangents about him as, you know, fanatics do. And I think the baseline for VJ would be to match what Evero did last year. It's the same talent, the same personnel, the same scheme in place, but he's an experienced coach, VJ, unlike Evero, who had one year. If he comes in and they drop to 16th, let's say, when they were, what was the, uh, what were they, 14th? I think they were 14th in points and 7th in yards allowed. I wrote the story today. So if he falls anywhere below that, that would be a failure to me. We'll see. Miguel, it's great to see you, brother. Dave from Georgia also got himself a, a Buckham t-shirt and sent in his selfie. That will be going up very, very soon, brother. So don't uh, so watch for that, especially on Instagram. He says, hey, guys, an evening to Broncos country. As purely a defensive coordinator, we could have done a lot worse than BJ. But it wasn't a sexy move. I hope it works. Got my shirt, Buckham, football priest. Yeah, brother. I agree with you. The Broncos could have done a lot worse. Like I, I one one candidate would have been worse than VJ. Just one of the ones that they interviewed. Yeah, Patricia, Matt Patricia. See, That's the only know. one that I, would I have never been worse hated that. I don't hate the idea of Matt Patricia. Um, and there's still rumors that he might uh, come and and join VJ as like some kind of assistant defensive role. We'll see. But I don't know. The, the point here that Dave's trying to make though on VJ is definitely not a sexy move. For most, I think, Broncos fans looking at this. But, again, I don't want to go way out into the weeds trying to uh, clown this as if he's just like a utterly incompetent buffoon when it comes to defensive coordinating. You know, not the greatest in Miami. It, what was it, like 23rd, if I remember right? Uh, and then a couple of good years in the first two or three. Two of those three first three years in Arizona were decent defenses, decent meaning top 15 edging into top 10 but this last one it was just bad had some injury misfortune in arizona i don't know i think there's enough there and you, you one of the things you hope zach and this is me trying to inject a little positivity into this conversation is the far the more a coach gains experience the more they bump their head i mean think about it in life we learn more from our failures than we do our successes okay i'm mean, obviously you want to pick the lessons that are there to be learned from both but the truth is you learn more from your 
failures than you do your successes. And look at Mike Shanahan. Now, this is a different thing in terms of we're not talking head coach comparisons here, but like he had to he had to go to a few different places, bump his head a few times. The stars aligned to a point where when he got to Denver, everything he was ready to rock and roll. VJ, you gotta hope you gotta assume, Zach. He learned a few things from his failed tenure in Denver. And that also the the four years that he was coordinating an NFL defense in Arizona, that he learned a few things as well. In other words, it's kind of like that same idea, Zach, that you ne- you can never stick your foot in the same river twice, right? Because it's always moving. You know, VJ's he, his his river's been moving too. Maybe he's improved. Maybe he's not the same coach we all remember him as as the head coach in Denver. I don't know. There's only so many ways I can put it. I feel like Broncos country wanted a nice steak. <sighs> And they settled for a protein shake instead. That's you got Sean really, Payton. You got Sean Payton. Yeah, but you still wanted the extra, you know, you wanted the extra fat and gristle. I'm looking at the <laughs> rankings right now. Okay. And in 2016, when he was the Dolphins defensive coordinator, they were 29th in yards and 18th in points. In yeah. 2018, they were 20, the Broncos were 22nd and 13. Arizona the next year. Uh, 32nd and 28, then 13 and 12, 11 and 11, and 21 and 31. You say maybe he changed, Chad. Maybe he can get better. If history is the judge of that, he's not getting better. He is who he is. He coordinates average defenses. That's all they are. When you're 13, 14, 15, 16, that's average. It's not top 10. It's not what the Broncos should have aimed for. That's why it's so meh to quote a previous comment. Wish we could get an immediate kind of, hey, the coaching staff is dang near complete, or once it's officially complete, a presser from Sean Payton. But I don't think we'll probably get to hear from him again, at least in a forum where he's taking questions till the combine. Uh, We'll see, though. Lawrence, what's up, brother? Again, thank you. He says, last I'm going to say is, VJ was a settle. Sean wanted Vic, but there was still bad blood with the Broncos. I bet Vic would have would have followed anywhere else and in other words he would have followed Peyton at any other landing spot but Denver and VJ was probably the best interview he does his homework yeah he's known for that that's what I meant that's kind of what I was getting at too when I talked about you know magnetic in a room type thing he's he's very impressive in those scenarios and I think a big part of that is he does do his homework he is prepared he knows who he's talking to he knows how to play to those you know uh idiosyncrasies of the the people around him so fractalized thank you big dog great to see you again he says uh, the way the broncos past few seasons have gone i could see us finally getting our offense on track only to be squandered by a poor defense lol still have high expectations i love zach's rants mhh for life i appreciate you fractalized um to the previous comment about Vic, I don't know. I mean, how would that even work? You're turned down by Vic because there's bad blood, so you pivot to VJ. Why wouldn't you go with someone like Chris Richard, who has experience not only with Sean Payton, but with Russell Wilson? Sean Desai, experience with Russell Wilson. He was in Seattle. Why would you go back to the coach the Broncos fired and the coach that the best he can do, which is right in front of me, is 11 and 11. So a top 11 defense is the best that Vance Joseph could muster in how many? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven years as a defensive coach or a head coach. That's not what the Broncos should have aimed for when they were top five for most of last year. Again, it's revisionist history now, Chad. It's it's um 
only thing we can do is judge the future and how it plays out. But I feel like the Broncos left some meat on the bone, so to speak. Yeah, when it's like the great outdoors, man. When they put that steak on the table, you got to finish every last bite like your boy John Candy, okay? Michael Ronquillo, bro, thank you. He says, I sent Facebook stars to all the MHH podcasts because I love to talk about football with Broncos country and all the MHH hosts. Go Broncos and buck them. Everyone appreciates you. I hope you know that, Mike. You're awesome because it's not just the conversation that you contribute to every night. It's not just the stars. But you're keeping it going on Twitter. You're, you know, mentioning all the different shows. And hey, that goes a long way, bro. We appreciate you. Hope you know that. Hope you feel the love. Your jersey, by the way, uh, I th- just saw a sh- shipping update. You should be getting it like with, I think it said February 28th, if I'm not mistaken from what I read this morning. So anyway, jersey on the way, big dog. Thank you, Michael. Real quick, I don't mean to hijack, but Doug says, what makes Zach thinks he's so right about everything he's been wrong before? Doug, I I don't know how often you've watched the show. I've eaten so much freaking crow the last year alone. I don't profess to be right. I am the opposite of always right. I admit when I'm wrong, but I'm allowed to exercise my opinion about VJ. It's completely underwhelming, and I don't think I'm in the minority by saying that. So thank you, and have a good night. Yeah, I mean, trust me, I've been in this business long enough now to have learned actually a long time ago that you're going to get things wrong takes predictions. I mean, all there's so many different forks in the road that it's impossible in this business media, talking about football uh, publicly, whether you're writing about it, tweeting about it, podcasting about it, whatever, you're not going to bat a thousand. And so I think the key, what we try to do is when we, do realize something we've said is wrong or a prediction or a specific take or whatever. As Zach just mentioned, we eat our crow. We do it. We we fall on that sword because we know you guys are smart. All right. And you would be, if we tried to uh, talk around it and pretend like, you know, we were right about something or just be bullheaded about it or whatever, then you actually lose credibility because people understand you're not going to be right. 1000% of the time. So for us, it's not, hey, let's try to make sure we're right about everything. It's that, hey, if we are wrong about something, let's just come out and say we're wrong. Hunter's point, bro. He says, hey, Chad and Zach, longtime viewer, first-time donator. Thank you, brother. Not a fan of the VJ hire, but I trust Sean Payton. Average at best is the phrase that comes to mind. Hunter, thank you very much for the super chat and uh, for mentioning, too, that long-time, first-time. Appreciate that, bro. Seriously, thank you. First time, don't let it be the last time, Hunter, because you make such a salient point. I mean, when you talk about points and I'm looking at 18, 13, 28, 22, 12, 31, that is average at best and very much mid. So I, I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see how he does in uh, in round two. Marcus Lewis Henna from across the pond, another one of our great hashtag exemplifiers of hashtag state of being. Appreciate the stars. Big Dog says, you you uh, you rave about Peyton, so you have to believe that Sean has a plan. Love and respect, guys. And that's that's what I'm coming back to. He says, what VJ was like before can't be compared from before as he did not have a head coach like Sean. That's another point I'm trying to make, too. This isn't Cliff Kingsbury. This isn't – who was it? Was it – who was the coach in Miami that he worked under? Who was that head coach? Jeez. Shoot. They've, they've – 28 – 20, pardon me, 2016 head coach in Miami. I don't know. 
But the point here is, yes, hashtag in Sean, we trust. Let the chips fall. I do trust that. So it's lackluster. It's not exactly an inspiring hire. But you know what is? Sean Payton. Yeah, and what also is is the new outside linebackers coach, Greg Minuski. Let me tell you why. He also is a former defensive coordinator in Washington for a couple four of years. So. Four-time defensive coordinator. Four-time. So he definitely has some experience, and he's more of the Rex Ryan mold, Minuski is, than VJ. So at least they have that um, asset, and they have that boon to lean on, and not just VJ and what he can bring. Yeah, Adam Gase. That was the head coach in Miami for VJ's first year as a defensive coordinator because his thing was – let me grab Solo Man first. Thank you, Solo Man, for the super chat. He says, what's up, fellas? I'm stoked as heck for Kerry Colbert. Yeah, the former Bronco wide receiver himself one year. What was that, 2008, Two I want to say? Yeah. Uh, Broncos the Jay, Cutler, the Jay Cutler swan song alongside Mike Shanahan. Colbert was a Bronco for, I don't know, a few cups of coffee. But, yeah, he is the new wide receivers coach, Zach. You had the story, so I'll let you talk about this. Taking over the helm for Zach Azani, who has been here, had been here since, uh, what was it, five or six years that he's been here. And now he followed Nathaniel Hackett to uh, the Jets. Yeah, I think Azani was hired in 2018, so he was quite the tenured receivers coach. And I, I like what he did with the Broncos' pass catchers. Colbert is interesting. He was a former player. He was a former Bronco technically, but he's never had an NFL coaching job. This will be his first. And similar to Davis Webb, the new quarterback's coach, that's a big leap to make. He was at USC. Uh, last year, he was the Florida Gators receivers coach. And to go from the Gators, let's say, to the Broncos is a big step. But obviously, Sean Payton sees something in him. And as we said a lot, the best coaches, more often than not, are former players. So it's an interesting out-of-the-box move. And I applaud Sean Payton for turning over that rock and hopefully finding a gem. You know, a second-round pick when Colbert entered the league back in 04 isn't perceived to be as uh, big of a deal as it is maybe in today's NFL, but it is a little bit surprising. I'm not trying to clown on the on him to be a former second-round pick and then exit the NFL as a player with 130 career receptions, 1,629 yards, eight touchdowns. And he played from 04 to 11. So he had a decent career. I mean, there's a couple seasons there where he flirted with some pro teams outside the NFL, like the uh, United Football League, the uh, uh, yeah United Football League, two two different teams. But yeah, he was a short-term Bronco, and I'm not so much worried, Zach, that it's his first NFL coaching gig. He has been uh, in the coaching game since he retired. USC, Georgia State, Alabama. And then, as you mentioned, most recently, Florida. And he knows the position. So I, I have some confidence in Sean Payton seeing something in him. You just you hope that he has what it takes to unlock the Broncos receiving core because that's a star-studded group. You're talking about Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick, especially Jerry Judy, who led the Broncos in receptions uh, um, and touchdowns as well. Rece catches, receiving yards, and receiving touchdowns. He's on the precipice of becoming maybe a top five, top ten receiver in the NFL, and you hope Colbert can be the one to unlock that potential. Montana, thank you for your patience, and we do appreciate your super chat. Uh, wants to know, curious about Joseph's contract, short-term, 
And then what are some DCs available next year? Um, I don't know any details, Zach, uh, and I don't think we're going to get any details on the term of his contract. Coaching coaching contracts uh, are not openly scrutinized and and published in the same way that players are because there's no uh, salary cap for coaches, right? It's all basically behind closed doors. So I would assume, like what Scott's saying here, all on contracts are one year. They just have different buyouts. So he'll get the, he'll get at least a one year audition. But I don't think VJ's going to suck. I, I, they might not dominate, but I don't think they're going to be like you know an Achilles heel. And then Ronald, I'll serve this back to you. Zach says, "Thank you, Ronald, for the super chat." My guess is Desai is a better coach, but he didn't inter- yeah. he interviewed bad, and VJ interviewed good, but is a bad coach. Let's hope the quick to fire will happen if it doesn't work out yeah if it doesn't work out i don't think sean payton will uh linger too long on such a decision but i don't think i don't think it's going to be like that i really don't uh ronald i agree with you there word for word i also subscribe to that theory that it came down to the interview much like george payton and nathaniel hackett when you win the interview sometimes it gets you the job over the more qualified candidates I don't see how VJ on an even playing field beats out a Rex Ryan or beats out a Desai, even Chris Richard, but he obviously connected and resonated with Sean Payton and the hiring group. Uh, the thing about contracts, we barely know what head coaches' salaries are. We never really know the terms of coordinators, but I have to imagine it's a multi-year contract, and unless they fall off a cliff entirely, I'm talking – 32nd in points and scoring in every major category, he'll be around for year two. Beyond that gets a little murky. I don't think, though, they're going to replace VJ in 2024. Guys, before uh, we jump back into the stream and grab, well, let's grab Michaela, and then I got a couple things. Uh, VJ, she says, is like getting Campbell's chicken noodle soup when you could have had homemade. (laughs) Very nicely done. Love that metaphor. Thank you, Michaela. Uh, Guys, you have made the hashtag Buckham t-shirt a romping hit and success for us at the MHH merch store, mhhmerch.com. So we're throwing that onto a few other things like the mug. All right. Hashtag Buckham. Go get you a mug. We'll put the link in the, in the chat. There's all kinds of new different designs that we put up on the merch store. We transferred it back to and updated it, but we transferred our merch store back to the old platform that we used for the first couple of years that it was in existence. And the other one still exists, but only as a, as a means for people who want to buy straight from YouTube. Like you can see if you're on YouTube right now, right underneath the video box, there's a little thing, you know, for merch, whatever we're leaving that alone. And we'll put our new designs there too, but our main focus merch stores, mhhmerch.com where you can get this Buckham mug and really enjoy your coffee with, particular saver each and every morning because you know what it means you know what it means uh, i'll put it in the chat and then i want to grab one more super chat and then i want to show everybody the updated rankings for super chats in the month of february but first Naj, bro number two tonight throwing down saying do you brothers think peyton spoke to justin simmons about vj i think he is one of the few players left from those seasons i wonder if they spoke and how simmons feels about this hire i don't know sean peyton does Sean Payton strike you as the kind of coach that would go seeking a player's advice on a hire? I'm not sure, but what's your answer for Naj? 
That's exactly what I was thinking. Maybe he talked to Simmons after the fact, or maybe he got some, you know, surface level background information. But I feel like what Sean Payton wants, Sean Payton gets. And he obviously had a proclivity toward VJ and the interview. I think that's where, to Ronald's point from a comment ago, I think that's where the hire materialized. Maybe. Maybe Rex Ryan did an interview well. Maybe Decided, but I think for sure that VJ did. And once that happened, they hit it off. It was fait accompli. But I appreciate your contribution once again, Naj. Thank you. You demand, Naj. Here's our top rankings currently in the month of February on Super Chat. As you know, top five finishers on Super Chat. Their names go in a hat. We do a raffle. Winner gets a Broncos jersey of their choosing. Number one currently for this month is the Lady D. Followed by Renardo, who's going to climb after tonight. Ethan, a.k.a. the DWI guys. The Duchess right there at number four. Gary Palmer, the swashbuckler himself at number five. And then just a few names outside the top five, like like uh, F.A., Degeneration X, Naj is there, Sam Bam's there, D-Dub, Luke Ellis, E.J., Garth Knight. So there's your update on YouTube and our Facebook uh, supporters. It's not going to be as uh, black and white of a competition as it is because – YouTube makes it easy for us to track these things. Facebook recently made it next to impossible for us to track these things. So we will be doing giveaways for our Facebook community, just like we did last month with Michael getting the Jersey, but it won't be cool rankings, at least in the, in the short term that you get to see and all that stuff. But we will be announcing winners from people that we know are supporting on the reg every single night, our show and all the other shows here at MHH. So much love and respect. If your name is on that list, you are elite. Um, all right. We are at 49 minutes and about out of time. So let's rapid fire what we have remaining and then we'll get on out of here. David, thank you for the super chat. My friend, he says, settle down a bit, folks. VJ may not be a sexy hire, but Peyton knows who and what he wants. VJ had very little to work with last year in Arizona. Is that I already laid out all the talent they had. They had more talent than the Broncos did. I don't know about their injury situation, but last I checked, J.J. Watt was playing well. You had two first-round picks in your linebacking core with Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. He had Buda Baker in the back end. He had solid role players like Marcus Golden, Zach Allen. That's a lot of foundational talent. I mean, it's okay to say that the defense fell off a cliff last year. It's okay to say that 2022 wasn't VJ's shining moment. It's okay to say that maybe he gets it right in Denver in, in, you know, in the second go-around. But to excuse away how they finished last year, I think is uh, kind of weak. You're muted. Generation X again. Thanks, brother. Seriously, coming in with some fire tonight. He says, let me see if I can ease your minds on VJ. He runs the same system that Wade Phillips runs. I'm not saying he's like Phillips by no means, but if we can get 60% of Wade Phillips out of the VJ defense, we'll be okay. Yeah, for what it's worth, we're still scratching our heads wondering why what I'm about to tell you was the case, but Gary Kubiak and John Elway, when they put their heads together, when he landed here in 2015, their first choice for defensive coordinator was the Cincinnati Bengals defensive backs coach. A younger coach, not too many people knew of, but he was building this reputation by the name of Vance Joseph, who also had some previous coaching experience under Coob in Houston, if memory serves, prior to his uh, Cincinnati tenure. And... Uh, the, the Brown family wouldn't let him out of his contract to go interview, even though it would have been a, for a promotion. They were the last team I know of, Zach, that did that. 
right, that disallowed a position coach the privilege of interviewing for what would be a promotion. Usually it's like, hey, even if you're under contract, if it's an outside team wants to interview you for a promotion, we're not going to block that. The Bengals did that to VJ in 2015, so the Broncos hired, as John puts here, Wade Phillips, and we know how that story went, Zach. I, I don't know. I think the closest DC the Broncos have had to get to be most Wade Phillips like was Evero. So that's where to me, the, the standard is set for VJ. He has to be as good as Evero was last year with mostly the same personnel. Otherwise uh, they're all going to hear a lot of criticism for hiring him and not a potentially more qualified candidate. John, thank you, bro. John Juno in the house. He says Wade was, Fired as head coach, came back and won. VJ can do it. See, this is what I'm talking about. Put some positivity. Uh, glass half full, Zach. I just, but that would suppose, presuppose that VJ is as good of a coach as Wade Phillips. And if you say that, that's an insult to Wade, as far as I'm concerned. That is one of the best defensive minds of all time, certainly of this generation. Could you say the same thing about VJ? I can't, and I won't. Hey, I'm open to it as a possibility. I really am. I'm open to it as a possibility. Not that he's going to join the vaulted and vaunted likes of Wade Phillips and NFL Cannon, but that, you know, he can be a coach that was lousy as a head coach, but went on to do some good things as a coordinator. For what it's worth, not every single iteration of the Wade Phillips defense as a coordinator was lights out. You know, he got very fortunate, too, that the stars aligned perfectly. Uh, when he showed up in 2015 with the horses he had at his disposal. That's not to take away from what his accomplishments were because he's he'd been a defensive coordinator and a head coach at many different stops uh, before he landed in Denver as, a, as D.C. In, in 2015. But, you know, I, we shouldn't go get too out over our skis in lionizing aspects of Wade Phillips' resume just because we're not – thrilled or less than thrilled in the vj hire michaela israel though let's see what she says she says discovered that you have kids shirts yes we do mhhmerch.com just ordered one for cooper awesome thank you give cooper our best shout out to cooper he, she says he is so excited mhh for life Denver bronx for life that's killer awesome and then tom says guys i don't mind the vj hire he seems like an adult in a room i do not like the web hire at all for qb's coach very weird hire Zach, I know you're working on that for us. So for people who might not know what he's talking about with Webb, your thoughts? Yeah, he was playing in the NFL last year. I believe it was Buffalo who came to him and asked him to be the QB coach, and he denied because he wanted to play another year. The weird thing is, though, he's six years the junior of Russell Wilson. He's 28 years old. He's a first-time coach. He literally just came from playing in the NFL. It's a bold, bold move on Sean Payton's part. And I like it because that's the trend nowadays. You know, the, the Sean McVay direction, hire a young coach and hope you have the next genius. It's either going to pan out that way and they'll have an OC candidate on their hands that could get poached, or it's going to be a disaster and you're wishing for Clint Kubiak to come back. But I have some optimism about Webb, and I think he's a very cerebral, smart quarterback, former quarterback, who can help Russ with his technique. Tom, thank you, bro. And yes, former third-round pick, another one of those Texas Tech quarterbacks to who up until uh, you know that was kind of snapped by the, the reputation Texas Tech air raid quarterbacks had uh, – that was snapped by Mahomes, but he didn't really, 
he wasn't able to do much as a quarterback in the league, basically a career backup wherever he landed, but I don't hate it, dude. I'm, I'm all about trying different things because you know, Sean Payton's watching over, you know, you can take the training wheels off cause dad's right there, you know? And then if you start screwing up, all right, dad knows whether or not he needs to put the training wheels back on or whatever. VJ's or Payton, excuse me, is presiding over the offense and new blood. I'm stoked. I'm, I'm totally cool with it. I, I should say I'm open to the idea that, that Webb can come in here and do some good things under Sean Payton's direction. Plus Joe Lombardi coming in, exactly. you know, former quarterbacks coach under Sean Payton in New Orleans. Mike Cliss said Lombardi's role is going to be a coordinator type role. We don't know exactly what it is yet. If he's going to be actual offensive coordinator, or if maybe Sean Payton's going to do one of those things where he splits the, uh, splits that orange, right? Here's a passing game coordinator. Here's a run game coordinator. I don't know, but at least you have Sean Payton looking over things. Plus that additional filter of Joe Lombardi who knows how that sausage gets made, at least under Payton. And look also Justin Herbert did some good things under Joe Lombardi, the offense coordinator in LA. Man, you nailed that, Chad. Took the words right from my mouth. A lot of Chargers fans didn't like Lombardi because of his play calling, but the Broncos don't have to worry about that. He's not calling plays. As you mentioned, he's pretty good developing quarterbacks. The grandson of, you know, Mr. Lombardi himself, Vince Lombardi. So I do like, and I'll add one thing to that. You said if Davis Webb falters, you have dad right there and Sean Payton. Well, you also have the uncle right there in uh, Joe Lombardi. So between that, it should be enough where they can bring Webb along slowly, allow him to cut his teeth. And like Scott put it, I like what he said. It's like an internship. He's learning on the job as they go along. Mike, thank you, bro. Throwing down some huge stars, not only tonight, but like this whole last week. Love you, bro. Thank you very much. Seriously, you are near and dear to our hearts, and I hope you know that. Um, I think we got time for one more from Tom, and then we'll dip on, uh, dip on out of here. Matt Patricia, he says, and thank you for number two tonight, bro. Uh, might still be hired if in a different role. We'll see. We'll see how it shakes out with uh, Matt Patricia. There were reports that if he arrived, it would be linebackers. Well, Broncos hired two guys today to coach linebackers and uh, Greg Minuski and uh, Michael Wilhite. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how that particular storyline shakes out. But uh, one or two more, and we got to go. Eric Weber, thank you, bro. Evening Priest and Broncos country. She says, shake my head about this VJ hire. I know Naj would put a positive spin on the uh, on it, and I read some stats by Eric Trickle that gave me a little hope, but I'm not super pumped. Maybe they, the coach, GM, ownership, are playing the long game. Christian Parker rising to defensive coordinator. Webb working with a drafted quarterback, etc. What do you think, uh, Zach? Well, that's another uh, big accomplishment for Peyton that we haven't talked about is he's retaining Christian Parker and Marcus Dixon. Parker is the defensive backs coach and Dixon's the line coach. And Parker in particular is a fast riser. I would not be surprised if he's a future defensive coordinator and for the Broncos to have him as a secondary coach. And don't forget as well, VJ, you talked about it a few minutes ago. He cut his teeth coaching the secondary. So you have a lot of combined brain power at certain spots. Talked about quarterback, but also the secondary on defense. I think the collection, the sum of their parts of the Broncos coaching staff will be enough to get them over the top. Phil, thanks, bro. Coming in with some 11th hour additional stars. Appreciate you, bro. He says, I don't know who watched the Cardinals last year, but I live here, and I got to tell you, that defense was better talent-wise than we were. I will say the team as a whole gave up last year, talking about the Cardinals. Thank you for that uh, tidbit, Phil. 
And then Gary Blah Blah closing it out for us, saying we for, uh, forgot we have Christopher Allen from Bama. That's right, the undrafted college free agent, I should say, from last season that suffered, I think it was an ACL um, in, tr in training camp or preseason. He will be returning, so it'll be interesting to see. And Brad, bro, thank you. Big stars at the end. Love it, dude. Seriously, means a lot to us. But with that, guys, we got to dip on out of here. Yes, guys and gals, that was the <laughs> Scott's going crazy right now. <laughs> that was the Mile Huddle podcast. Be sure you're following us on Twitter at the MHH Pod. You can follow the main account on Twitter at Mile High Huddle. Chad's at Chad and Jensen. Myself is at Kelberman NFL, and Scott is on Twitter at Scout Kennedy. If you guys want a brand new Buckham with a B T-shirt, coffee mug, any other merchandise that we have. Be sure you're checking out MHHmerch.com. A lot of cool stuff to choose from. Be sure you peruse that when you can. And also Facebook.com slash Pod. Be sure you're liking that page and following that page. If you haven't, guys and gals, go to Apple Podcasts and leave your football priest a five-star review for a chance to win some of that Buckham merch or any of our merchandise each and every month. But if anything, please, please, Subscribe, like, and share this video and every video you see on the MHH channel. It really helps us grow and reach more Broncos fans just like you. Much love and respect to these great supporters on Facebook tonight who just went off, especially Mike and Phil McLaughlin. Michael Ronquillo, Phil McLaughlin, Eric Weber, Lawrence Rivera, Miguel Santistevan, Brad Murdoch, and then also Marcus Lewis, Santa from uh, across the pond on YouTube, David a.k.a. Papa Bear, McElrath, Chris Chances, Drake Wally, Jennifer King, Taylor Christensen, The Duchess, Michaela Parker, Flazify, uh, Naj, Money Moore, uh, Jay Boys, Renardo throwing down big, James Moss, uh, John, a.k.a. Degeneration X, Hector, Dave from Georgia, Fractalized, Hunter's Point, Solo Man, Montana Altitude, Ronald Putnam, uh, David Burkhart, let's see, John Juno, Tom Lackhoff, and Gary Blah Blah, much love and respect to each and every one of you. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on Sunday. But don't forget, we're back to seven nights a week. You got an MHH podcast. So tomorrow night, the Valley Deep Diver, Saturday night, Orange and Blue View. And then, of course, tomorrow morning, Legends of Mile High with Tom Hall. Have a great start to your weekend. We'll see you Sunday night. Take care. And as always, go Broncos. Head on over to milehighhuddle.com for all things Broncos.